0: Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles.
1: Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle, buckle up because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles.
2: Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, Get syndicated. Carnita Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite On Fishing, where your next catch is only a cast away. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 LAA, and now on the Angels Radio app that's kind of cool okay so uh got some good stuff going on here at the station uh like I said this is Zangler Chronicles my name is Sergio I'll be your uh your host and I've got a Believe it or not, a couple of hosts. One last minute. And uh, so without further ado, I, I got to give him, you know, uh, kudos for actually walking in. I didn't know he was coming in until like, dude, last minute. Okay. So uh, without further you know, I, don't, I oh, here it is. Here it is. I do have it. Okay. And this is important because, you know, some of my people here have theme songs and this would be your theme song okay let's make sure his uh, mic are you up am i up? oh there you go okay without further ado mia who is actually here welcome 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 good
3: morning studio. tony
2: williams from bite on fishing
3: good how- morning everyone how are you i'm amazing how are you Dude, I didn't know you were going to be in
2: until, like, he just called me, like, a minute ago and said, hey, I'm downstairs, I'm coming up. I said, okay, come on up. That's really cool. Surprise, really, surprise. really, really cool. All right, well, there's, you know, there's another one in here, okay? Uh, not not in the studio like you, okay? But he is on the phone, and he gets one of these. Oh, yeah. He, he's got his own theme uh, song as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports, uh, IGFA West Outdoor News. I don't know, he's got a lot of stuff going on, but you know, I actually uh, I allowed him to come up a few feet this week. So now, not okay. at six feet under, but at three feet under, Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, everybody. I can see the light, kind of. Can you see the light? Well, yeah. So, listen, so oh, let man. me give you oh, where everybody is. Uh, Steve is on the long range. Okay, he'll be back next weekend with a huge uh, report. Um, Ron is out. So is Ben. So well, I thought it was just going to be me and you here at Earthworm, but we got... I mean, this is great. We got Tony Williams in studio. This is so cool. Bite on so fishing, excited. and you know what? That. I'm glad you're in here because uh, everybody's asking about Bite on for lobster. So oh, I want to yeah. I want to talk about that, and also it's uh, trout season. It's trout season officially. Okay, so we need the Bite on as well. So let's uh, go ahead and start with you, uh, Andrew. Let's take a little... Uh, yeah, definitely. Let, let's go ahead and just get a little bit of the freshwater world thing in here.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we'll go ahead and start where I'm at actually today, uh, Mountain Lakes. Uh, Mountain Lakes stocked 1,000 pounds of uh, rainbow trout this week on Thursday. Uh, they're bringing them in from Idaho from Wright's Rainbows. Uh, so 500 pounds each lake uh, went in. And I heard yesterday the fishing was really good. Um, I haven't seen anyone out there today uh i mean not yet probably about an hour um but yesterday it seems like they were biting uh, really good here uh from here we're going to go to a fisherman's retreat a uh, fisherman's retreat's been stalking every week uh they've been getting their fish from uh from jess ranch uh they last week there was actually a uh, a rainbow probably the biggest of the season so far um is a uh, nine around nine and a half pounds um, was caught over there at fisherman's retreat so Jess ranching and put in some better fish mixed in with their stocks. that's that's a, that's a nice fish there uh... let's see from there uh, we're gonna go up the hill just a little bit so we got a Hesperia lake Hesperia has been stocking a thousand pounds uh... every thursday from mount lassen uh... these fish have been coming at a little bit bigger size um... up to around eight pounds or so uh... maybe just shy of nine uh, but every week people are catching uh they're using uh, a lot of guys on thursday uh they're getting them on the jigs uh the drop shot something that, you know pretty close inshore uh, is when they're finding them and then uh, typically around friday saturday um seems like the bait starts picking up uh as these fish you know move a little bit deeper um into the bait range so you know there's a lot of fish being caught up there at uh, Hesperia. uh now if you're uh going to be fishing in the mountains um, Big Bear uh, has not stocked recently, but the fishing, the holdovers, they're all biting right now. Uh, it's going to be a short bite because uh, there's no more boats on the water. Um, so if you're going to be fishing by the Red House, um, by the dam area, by uh, um, over by Boulder Bay, uh, they're even getting them uh, down there by Stanfield cutoff still. Um, typically, you want longer leaders here uh, cast out farther. Um, first thing in the morning, you know, you might get out. I would say start around 20 25 feet and right when you hit around 8 to 10 o'clock you know get out there to about about 50 to maybe even a hundred if you can
2: Um these, you know these fish tend to move offshore um, as the sun comes up and warms up the water a little bit well let, let me stop um, you let me stop you there because you know as you know I'm not a big trout fisherman but the two of you are so the question would be you go to a place like Mountain Lakes okay, uh, Hesperia, and now you're talking about the Sierras. Is there any gonna be any change in setups, any change? I mean, wh- how would you fish one versus the other? Or is it the same thing?
0: Yeah, definitely, so let's say, you know, at Mountain Lakes, what I would set up with is a one sixteenth uh, yellow white um, uh, hookup bait, you know, dip it in the bite on, uh, cast out somewhat closer to shore, try the corners, uh try anything that looks different so if there's an aerator out there i would i would try to pass the aerator and jig right next to it um you know the fountain try to do the same thing now if i was going to go to um uh uh to big bear which would be a bigger lake my whole setup would be completely different as i would still i would still try the jigs at first but i would try to cast as far as i can um i would be looking for anything that looks different. So, if there's maybe some rocks, anything like that, I would try to focus in that area. Um, And then, you know, obviously have one bait rod in the water, you know, soaking uh, with a half ounce slider, throwing it on a Carolina rig as far as I can. Um, And then, if I was fishing the Sierras, um, it would be completely different. Um, I would actually use a hookup bait, um, but I would smash down the barb, uh, because right now, about 90% of the Sierras is closed, And the ones that are open, um, it is a barbless and catch and release
2: only. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Okay, well let me me say this. Tony, a few years ago, you and I and Ron went down to, or went up to Big Bear, okay? And we fished Big Bear and we had a really, really good couple of days. Uh, One day we were all together fishing um, off a pontoon, okay, for trout. Day number two, or was it three days? I think we were up there. Three days. Day number two, I actually left the two of you and got on a bass boat. You guys kept fishing for yeah. trout. right? And then we came back together, I think, on the third day. We fished them different there. If I, if I remember, I was throwing a lot of Thomas Boyance. I was throwing um, the owner Mirashad. The colors that were working really good up there was the, um, the pink on the That's right and in the gold and red. That's right. Okay. For the Thomas Point. No, the the uh-huh. Okay. And then on the Thomas Point, yeah, it was that gold with red dots or right. something like that? My, my problem is this: um, when we when we think about uh, fishing for trout, okay, um, I, I have to be throwing stuff. You know, I, I need to be a little more active, and so you turned me on years and years ago, Tony. Um, Irvine Lake Days. I was just going to say, okay, on the Irvine Lake Days. Yeah, on in, folks. I want you to imagine me on a float tube, okay? And it was a a weekday. Yeah, there was hardly anybody on the lake. There was no boats, no nothing. A few people on the shore, and Tony and Eddie, both brothers, decide to go ahead. Hey, let's take you. Let's take you on a float tube. We've got everything. So I'm I'm here. Earthworm. I'm in, I mean, I get into a waiter. Okay, I, they, they dress me up. I get in the water. Thank God it wasn't cold. I'm trying to get my flippers and walk, and it was in, almost impossible to get into the float tube. They had to help me into the float tube. Finally, I'm in the float tube, and we go, we go off, and we're catching a few fish. And then we got into a little bit of a lull. Okay, very little wind. And totally calm. totally calm yeah. and they said, just put their rods on the side of the uh, of the pontoon. You had these little holders or something there on the float tube. yeah. Right? and so where the butt of the rod was just right by my thigh, right. okay. Well, it was so calm. Good night. I fell asleep, okay, and it was the most serene thing. I could imagine all of a sudden I start feeling my one thigh starts getting banged up. Okay, then the other one, I've got two fish. Remember, I got both at the same time. I had both at the same time. And I go, now what do I do? You know, but it, it was a lot of fun. That was the only time I think was bait and weight. Okay? That might have
3: been your first time trying two pound test. I think that was my first time, yeah. Two pound test was the first time, test. too. And then
2: I'll tell you, what, it was a lot of fun. We got both fish, and um, it was just a lot of fun. However, when I was awake, I wanted to throw stuff. And Tony, you hooked me up with the, my first Thomas buoyant. Okay, I forgot it was the thing, it was a bigger size. Uh, the other thing was very unique for me is casting. Um, I learned how to fish on a conventional reel, not a spinning reel. And I remember to this day, well, to this day, I'll actually change the handle. Okay, you know, um, the handle's on the left side. That's right. For uh, spinning reel. <laughs> uh, so I change it over the right side. It just seems that's where it's supposed to be for me. Uh, so l- learning the cast and all that stuff, but This I'm talking, guys, this is like over 20, 30 years ago. I mean, it's been that long time. No way. Yeah, it's been that long. Okay. Angler Chronicles is going to be 10 years old. I mean, we're, 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 it, it was a while ago, for
3: sure. Yeah. And I'm going to find that picture. Yeah. I'm going to post it.
2: And then we, we, I was with Ronnie for 10 years. That's right, yeah. And that was before that. Huh. Okay. Well, listen, so we're going to take a, a short break here. This music is in honor of Andrew Mack. He always asked for this stuff, so here you go, Mack. Alright, we're going to take a first uh, break, and you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, and on the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back.
4: It's a good day
2: anything else?
4: Had a big one on and man, I would've got him But he took my pole. Straight down to the bottom, leaving me with nothing but a big old story to tell. All here, a bad day of fishing beats a good day, if anything else.
1: Angels Radio, AME 30. Dana Warp Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949 496 5794 or on the web at danawarf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter.
4: Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, angelicaseafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to angelicaseafoods.com.
1: Angels Radio, AM
4: 830. <laughs> Up
2: two shopping carts late last night. You know, I one did. I'd love to gear, fill two shopping carts full of good day stuff day. to go fishing. And I'll tell you what, we were talking about, you know, fishing some of these lakes. And I've had a great time with Tony. I mean, I after that one trip to Irvine, we went several places. We went to, uh, well, we've been up to the Sierras together okay Uh, i don't know if you remember but we did go up once i did do an episode for ronnie up in um i want to say convict lake okay it was a long time ago okay i casted my arm off got a few fish that was good
3: um we've been to where where else have we fished together santa ana river lakes yeah freshwater i mean we've we've done the circuit we've Pretty much traveled around. Lake each, Elsinore, of course, of course our yeah. favorite Lake Elsinore. I mean, for the last ten years, we've been doing the Dream Extreme, and then even before that, with Ronnie, uh, you were there. Hesperia and, and Hesperia. We did the uh, seminars. We used to do the Remember seminars that? up there. Uh-huh. Um, had an incredible time. That's where we did the barbecue.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Earthworm. Let's not forget where we're go- where we're going to be on the opener. Where we're going to be fishing again. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm saving that. Tony has no idea yet. So I haven't told anybody. Only no. you oh. only you and I know. And I have I, an idea. What you have an idea? <laughs> you don't have any idea. You said
3: opener. So that gives me a clue. Okay. It's already the opener of trout season uh-huh. here locally, right? But I think that there's some places that are opening that you're not telling everybody about.
2: Okay, and okay, I haven't Okay, we're going to let the Cut out of the bag here because um, <laughs> this just happened. <laughs> yeah, this, this just happened this week, and so we'll make the announcement here. And we have confirmation now. Uh, we are going to be filming. Oh. okay, filming. Okay, the opener uh-huh. at Finn and Feather. That's that's it. What okay, it, now fin and feather. We did an episode last year, and it was, so just, much fun. it was just it was an amazing trip. And minus the fire alarm. Oh yeah, fire alarm. That was funny. The fire drill. We'll call it fire drill. <laughs> but okay, so but you know, people don't know the whole story. We got to tell them the oh, whole right, story. Okay, right. so we got to go easy. So we spent two days on the water in um, up at Finn and Feather in Palmdale. Okay, it is a private lake, but I'm telling everybody right now, if you want to get on this episode, okay, we are going to film the opener. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there, my understanding. You know that they have, just like a football Mm -hmm. game, tailgating. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, before the engine. Yeah, it's about two miles long. So it's going to be a blast. If you've got a membership, you definitely want to be there. The weekend of the 13th, isn't it? Um, when is it uh, exactly, Earthworm?
0: Yep, January 13th.
2: So January 13th, and we'll probably stay there Sunday as well. Okay, the uh, people over at Finn and Feather are just simply amazing to us. Uh, we'll be staying there overnight. I forget where we stay. At the- but I think it was the Best Western or something there nearby. It's easy to do, okay? And um, we're going to have a lot of fun. So, Tony... You want to go? Well,
3: uh, yeah. Feather <laughs> <laughs> is some of the best fishing around. I mean, they stock like you know tens of thousands of pounds throughout the year,
2: shy of twenty thousand. Shy
3: of before the opener. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 crazy. Insane fish, and these are not small fish. These are quality, healthy, full tail, just aggressive fighters, uh, very hungry and um i mean it's uh, there i remember going with you and ron and and uh andrew and i mean the days that we had there on the dock with the uh uh fishing syndicate crew Mm -hmm. and um i mean that place is just
2: well well go way back Uh oh all right and you had you me uh ron and larry Okay, right, you yeah. know, Larry and I are saltwater guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and we went over there Big and bird. to see Big Bird just hook up to one after the other. That you know, mm-hmm. was just so much fun. There was one point I went seven for seven, Andrew. That's. <laughs> we were counting, so I I, I, I casted out a, a Thomas uh, buoyant, okay, and seven for seven cast seven fish. All in a row. It was it was it was that good. It was that good, and uh, we were fishing off a dock. Uh, I want to thank uh, um, JT or is it TJ? I never, I always forget it how how it goes. I think it's JT. Okay, um, I want to thank him and Brett Edmondson. He he always got us uh, over at the lake. So we were guests, and now we are perpetual. no, not perennials, perpetual, okay, (laughs) members of Fin and Feather, because it really is that good. It's worth the drive. And if you want to catch some trout, some very healthy trout, that's the way. Now, let me ask you, uh, uh, Earthworm, uh, do you know what they are actually uh, stocking? What kind of trout?
0: Yes. So they're going to have the first stocking is going to be at the end of the month. Um, It's going to be a a 5 uh, I'm sorry, six thousand pounds of Mount Lassen rainbow trout. Uh, there's going to be uh, up to three, I think, up to eight pounds. Uh, second stocking is going to be the same thing, another six thousand um, pounds, and then the last stocking is going to contain big fish along with the lightning trout. So we're
2: going to have we're going to have everything available. Oh, that's going to be so cool, so so cool. So uh, Tony, are you ready then?
3: Um, I've got the my triple x two pound test. Ready to go. I actually just uh, switched out all my reels and um, got everything ready for trout season because it's going to be a, it's going to be a great trout the trout season. The last thing you want to do is go out fishing and not not have the the line that you need. Uh, new line or fresh line is always good, especially if your rods sit in the garage. And fin and feather, you don't want to mess around with those fish. Those are big fish. You want to be ready. You want to especially you know your your line. You want to make sure that there's no no uh, kinks in the line or or um, anything that would you know stop you from catching that fish of a lifetime and that's one one place that you're definitely you can put your gear to the test but uh yeah we am we're, we're ready the the store is going to be stocked with bite on garlic and bite on crimson the old mac label the uh and then uh yeah well i think it's going to be well we'll have to do a uh another dollar for the first fish and dollar for the biggest and you know, usually I take it. Really? So you want to keep
2: poking that sleeping bear? I don't know you want to do that. But but let's do this. Uh, let's make the official invitation for everybody that's listening. Um, on January 13th, we're going to be at uh, Finn and Feather in Palmdale. Okay, it is a membership only, but um, a lot of you do have a membership. And if not, okay, uh, I'm going to leave it to one of the two of you to look up where they can actually get a membership before then. Um, I do know that they've been extremely generous, and I'm going to figure out how I'm going to do this. But we've been given two years full memberships to give away. So we'll be giving those away. I don't know uh, how or when yet, but we'll be giving them away. Hopefully, Hopefully, you know what? Let's just do this. Andrew, what do you think? We'll give away one at the next Taco Tuesday, okay? And I Perfect. believe the next Taco Tuesday is happening here shortly. It'll be on the 19th, okay? It'll be a little early because of the holiday season, but it'll be on the 19th, okay? So everybody knows that December 19th, we'll give away a membership to Finn and Feather. It's approximately $1,000 worth. Okay, so we'll give away that at, uh, at Taco Tuesday there in Westminster at um, uh, Michael Sports Pub and Grill. Okay, all right, so everybody knows you're invited, Finn and Feather. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a a huge opener. And uh, like I said, we'll be filming. So you'll see us come around the entire lake, uh, get some interviews from some of the fishermen out there. And we want to see a lot of kids out there and a lot of wives with you and uh, just have some fun. Okay. So, Tony, so the question is, are you going to be Mia or Hia on that one?
3: Oh, I'll definitely be here.
2: That'll be good, good, good. All right, so there you go, Earthworm. At least we know he'll be there. I'm sure Ron will <laughs> want to go too. He
3: likes trout fishing. Ron loves that place. Yeah. How can how can you not like the fin and feather?
2: Oh, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing because it's a it is a reservoir, right? Yeah, it is a reservoir. Yeah. It's a reservoir. Mm-hmm. So um, everything is very well controlled. I, what I like there is the bass fishing, and we know there's bass fishing there because we've seen them. Oh, yeah. We've actually caught some there, okay? So I've never tried uh, catfishing there, but they say the catfishing there is pretty good, too. But, um, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. We haven't just never gone up there in the summer. All right, so everybody, January 13th, Finn and Feather, we are going to be there. Looking forward to it. So if you want to join us, we'd love to have you there. I'm sure they they run a special. If you mention Angler Chronicles, I think you get a I don't know, 10% off or whatever. It's, it's a pretty good savings. Pretty significant savings for yeah. sure. Okay, so uh, you can become a member, and it's really, believe me, guys, it's worth it. OK, it really is worth it. It's, it's definitely a place you want to take somebody who's even who even doesn't know how to fish for trout. You know, like if you got a kid or mm-hmm. you want to teach your wife or your girlfriend how to fish, that's a great place to, to go. OK, or if you take me, I'm always learning how to trout fish. OK, so um, looks good. All right. So fin and Feather, I'm glad you mentioned that. We also talked to Hesperia Lake. We, Tony, we've had some really good days at Hesperia Lake. Okay. In fact, I can remember one trip where we stayed overnight and, um, gosh, uh, who, we got into a really big fish. We never saw what it was.
3: That was, yeah, that was Josh and Lily that came with us. That was Uh the night that we had the barbecue. The, uh, um, the, um, we had the RV people. Argentina barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, Argentina.
2: Argentina. Yeah. A friend of mine came up and he,
3: that was incredible, by the way. Best barbecue I've ever had. I mean, they cooked uh, for like, I don't know, 50 people, and we we ate that between five of us. We were, we were
2: done good. No, it was more than five of us. There was more than five of us. But I mean, there was uh, a friend of mine, we brought up uh, a grill, and we did almost half a cow, okay? <laughs> and ribs and uh, yeah. uh, sausage, we had everything, everything. We even had blood sausage, which uh, I love, okay? So it was really a very good Argentine barbecue there. And but you're right. Josh got into something, and we followed him. He was what on four pound test, and he just fought this thing forever and ever. What do you think it could have been?
3: It was either a uh, a it was either a sturgeon or a big catfish, a big catfish, because this this thing was spooling line like it was out in the ocean, and it it was gnarly. It was a good it was a good fish. It was a good fish. There's a there's some missing parts to this story, but it was a good fish.
2: What do you mean missing parts?
3: A well, time of day, night, where we were... Where, you know, it was, it was hard fishing because... It was daytime. We weren't, we weren't really... Um, we, yeah, well, we weren't really prepared for that type of fish for sure i I mean we're prepared for some big trout but i don't know what was on that thing it was spooling his line so it was definitely a big fish
2: all right let's take another short break here guys uh we've got tony in studio i got uh mac on the phone and you got me also here in studio you're on angels radio and on the angels radio app angler chronicles will be right back if
4: i hit that fishing hole today She'd be packing all her things And she'd be gone by noon. Well, I'm gonna miss her When I get home Right now I'm on this lake shore
6: 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio, Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn
7: To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hello, anglers. It's not often second chances become reality when we are fishing. However, sometimes a second chance happens when you least expect it. This is Tim with Friends of Rollo, and several years ago, we raffled off Rollo's custom CalStar Jigstick. The winner, Cliff Friend, was a longtime supporter of the Rollo program, and the family has just donated this rod back to us. Friends of Rollo is going to give someone a second chance to own Rollo's personal Jigstick. Entering Rollo's rod raffle is easy. Simply purchase a book of 2024 grand raffle tickets, and you will get an entry into the drawing. The winner will be drawn on December 24th. What better Christmas present to give yourself than a piece of fishing history? Books and tickets are $200, and Friends of Rollo will give each person that buys a book five tickets free. Tickets can be purchased by contacting us at win at rollokids.org or by calling 951-264-7382. On behalf of all of us at Friends of Rollo, good luck. Your silver and black play here
0: on AMA30, KLAA.
6: First time we did it, I was scared to death. She snuck out in that cotton dress, jumped on in and we drove to the lake. Put her hand on my knee and said, I can't wait. I had
8: everything we needed in the bed of my truck.
2: Turns out my baby loves to fish. She wants Welcome it all back, time everybody. You're listening morning, to Angler Chronicles on Angels that. Radio and on the Angels Radio app, Home. Of the Raiders. Leilani, we play this, Saturday, this Sunday, tomorrow. We didn't lose last week. Wasn't it wonderful? We didn't lose. We didn't play, but we didn't lose. <laughs> so that's very good. Um, today right. is uh, Navy-Army game. Um, go Army. Okay. I think your brother would probably go for Navy, huh? He was a Marine. He is a Marine, always a Marine. Right. Okay. So he'd probably go for, for Navy, but um, it's all good. All right. Let's go back to uh, what we were talking about. And, um, you know, his period offered us a, a lot of fun days on the water there. And um, let's move over to uh, a closer well, well, let's talk about uh, Mountain Lakes. You guys love Mountain Lakes. Both of you are members. I'm right? jealous.
3: Yeah. I'm jealous that he's there right now. I didn't get the invite to go fishing, Andrew. Thanks
2: boy you got it in studio. That's the only way you can get you in the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> now we went for the uh, Thanksgiving weekend and we spent the, we spent the weekend up there and, and uh, had a little you know Derby for the uh, all of the members. And it turned out really well. Uh, my brother Chris came down. Eddie was there. My parents were there. So it was, it was a really great Thanksgiving weekend, and a lot of fish were caught. Um, you know, they're probably in the two pound range. Uh, you know, they stuck a heck of a lot of fish there. But you know, the uh, that's one of our favorite places for for sure. I've been going there since I was four years old. Wow! And uh, before that, it was Fisherman's Retreat. Mm-hmm. So very familiar with those. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous, Andrew, that you're up there. You're probably going to start fishing any minute.
2: No, no, he's got to be here for the whole full two hours. Uh, <laughs> I, he's going to have to wait till seven, 7 a.m. So I love it. All right, so uh, so you're up there. What, what's going to be your choice? What are you going to throw out for uh, uh, for for mountain lakes? Uh, well, first I'm going to lather my entire body with on Crimson because that
0: always helps, <laughs> and then I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be throwing a one um, sixteenth hookah bait. Uh, you know, start in my normal area, and if nothing's there, I'll start working around until I can find a school. Um, typically, that I mean, it's been w- working as soon as the sun comes up and those fish and see the jig. Um, so yeah, it should be uh, should be pretty fun. But I I only have two hours to fish
2: today, so yeah, why limited? Why why only two hours?
0: Uh, well, because Erica uh, will be hosting uh, Fontana Day Parade today uh, with her uncle. Mm -hmm. So, it's a a big thing for the city. Uh, You know, they do all the floats with uh, police and fire and, you know, different businesses. The mayor comes
2: out, you know, all that stuff. Well, how come Anger Chronicles uh... doesn't have a float? (laughs) I don't know. Okay, well, you know somebody. I'll tell you what. And that's a perfect segue. We had a float Uh last Saturday. That's right. At Lake Elsinore. Tony, myself, and their respective Others, okay. Mm-hmm. Other halves, okay. Uh, I would say some people say the better halves, but I think I'm the better half. You do too, don't you? yeah. We're the better halves. Um, yeah, sure. They get, they get to go out with somebody that fishes, dude. That's true. We're men, okay. <laughs> so uh, we don't we don't have any buns in our heads or anything like that. So we're good to go. Yeah. All right. So man, we had a really good time. Um, how many people do you know? What the final tally was? About five thousand.
3: Uh, it was somewhere around fifteen thousand. Uh, Residents wow. from the city of Lake Elsinore, and it was spectacular. JT JT's boat rentals. Uh, he had the pontoon all decked out with Christmas lights, and and uh, we were right behind. We were right in front of Santa's sleigh. We were able to kind of wait and see the whole thing uh, as it went by, and and. What? How much fun was that, Sergio? That was great. We got to uh, practice our hand, our waving hand to everybody. Yeah, I've been and practicing
2: for a full year since last year. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. You know, and this is. You know what I like about it is, you um, know, I always say this. And you live there now. You're yeah. a resident of Lake Elsinore, and I remember driving by there about 18 years ago, driving with Ronnie, and we're going by there, and he says, "You know, let's pull over," and we went to the Visitors Bureau. Okay. Okay, yep. which is where, um, uh, who was there? Uh, Kim Cousins was there. And it's a beautiful office because it looks like, what well, it is the old train station. Right, the okay. original and, train station. And it's been all redone. It's an office now. We walked in there. And next thing you know, I was pitching the, uh, the council. And we began a great relationship that's lasted all these years. And it's a it's more like it's it's a partnership. It's not like they're our clients or anything. They're, it's a sponsorship, but it's a partnership. And um, to see what Lake Elsinore has become over the last, ah, we're going on decade number two, um, it's just unbelievable. Okay, and uh, it, it good enough where it got you out of uh,
3: out of Orange County, out of Orange County, and into. Uh, Lake Elsinore. You want to talk about that a little bit? Well, yeah. Part of the reason why I mean, I really fell in love with that place when we started going out there. It was about ten years ago, and um, you know, the fishing was off the hook. It was incredible crappie and bass and catfish. Of course, you know, William Johnson took us out on his and showed us some very special spots to fish at and uh, and how to fish Lake. He knew exactly how to fish a Lake, what to fish it with, um, whether you're fishing for crappie and crappie jigs or the bass or the or the carp that are in there, whatever's in, you know. There's a lot of species, five species in there. So, you know, about nine years ago, I think I planted the seed that I really wanted to live here and move, move to the city of Lake Elsinore. And uh, four and a half years ago, we found the perfect spot. That was at the same time William was opening the uh, launch bobber. point, bobber, mm-hmm. and and so I helped him uh, start that. And to be a part of that opening was incredible. And um, yeah, it's just it's been a growth uh, opportunity. I've met a lot of incredible people. I've become a part of the city, volunteering, uh, holding the fishing, the kids' fishing events, supplying bait. That's huge. That's huge. And uh, all together, I'm I'm really embedded in the city. And of course, um, just being a part of that, Molina is the well, You mentioned, you mentioned the
2: kids' fishing. Okay, you know that's warm and dear to my heart. Absolutely. Um, Kids fishing always happens around June, if I'm not mistaken,
3: right? Right, right. just depends on when they're going to stock the fish, May, June.
2: Okay. So they do a stocking. They put mm-hmm. a net out there to make sure the fish are within the net so yeah, it's they easier for the, the fish. kids. Because it's not a, not for adults to fish. It's all for the kids. And you see all these the little adults kids. adults try to fish. <laughs> yeah. You see a lot of these little kids, um, you know, coming up and get, catching their first fish. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, But you always need volunteers, right? Hundred percent. Because you get how about how many fish come? How about how many kids come out to fish?
3: Uh, Roughly two hundred to three hundred, depending on where it is. This year, it was at the. It it was typically it's held at the launch point on the beach area, Mm -hmm. and this year because of the. There's so much water, the beach area was covered, and so they moved it over to the levee area, which uh-huh. was which was really great. A little bit different fishing because the levee area's got rock, a lot of rocks and a lot of things at the bottom, and so bobbers became super essential for keeping those fish up out of the out of the weeds that are there growing and out of the rocks area. So we we had uh, you know a lot of kids fishing. What was so cool about this year too is a little bit warmer. The kids were in the water playing like. Um, you know, they were just having a good time. And to see them catch and hook up on fish. And then, of course, the city and Jonathan brings out trophies. And these trophies are not um, anything to be shy of. These are some serious, incredible trophies. Right. And on top of all the other goodies, they spend a couple thousand dollars on stuff. And it just giveaways. goes along
2: to what we believe. Don't 100%. buy your kid an Xbox, buy him a, a tackle, tackle box. box. Okay, and we're getting these kids all hooked up. And I want to, if I miss anybody, make sure that you... Uh, you named sure. them, Tony, but I want to thank Team 57. They're always up for helping and volunteering. Because, guys, we need volunteers for these things. We, I mean, a lot of the parents, they don't know how to fish.
3: Yeah, they a don't A lot know of the single
2: moms bring the
3: kids or out. Or net the fish, either.
2: Yeah, so uh, that's what the volunteers do. We, we set them up, and we, we help them catch fish. And want to make sure that their first experience is a positive one so that they continue with the sport. Okay, because remember, it's a sport. Which means that all of us are athletes. That's you right, like baby. that? That's right. You like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even you, Andrew Mack, you're an athlete now. <laughs> yeah, a professional. Uh, okay, a professional. I like it. All right, so uh we had Team Fifty Seven, we have some of the guys from KC Anglers. Uh Tony G comes out there once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Tony G comes out. So I wanna say thank you to him and his group and uh, just just thanks for lending a hand. You know, all we wanna do is make sure that we get the next generation of fishermen out there. And also guys, if your your significant other doesn't fish, get her fishing. Okay, I mean, I had the privilege of taking um, Erica and Andrew. Was that Erica's first uh, saltwater trip?
0: Um, her first fun one.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. So we, we took her on the center console. We went out. We just had an absolutely great time. It's really important to get the, um,
3: uh, the next generation going. OK, so um, well, and if it wasn't for all the volunteers out there that help us on, I mean, these you got to think people are driving at probably three o'clock in the morning to get there by five to cut mackerel for a half an hour um, and then go back to their daily family sports with soccer and all the other things going on that we have as family. So. Thank you to all the volunteers that continuously, you know, support these events, and they come out of their own free will, and they're having as much fun hooking up for these kids as possible. I mean, they're they're netting the fish, they're taking them off, and then you see some really some some incredible losses too. These kids, you know, they try to pull the fish up out of the water, and and um, you know, it's neat to see all the other kids around them, and uh, you know, supporting each other and getting out there and just having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just In fact, uh,
2: yeah, and, and I'm going to repeat it again from an Don't buy him an Xbox. Buy him a tackle box. And I'll tell you what, we've been saying that since before day one here, okay? And um, they say that imitation is the best form of flattery. So I want to thank everybody that's using the same slogan. I heard there's some famous guys out there using the same slogan, which is good because it's a slogan that initiates these people to... To get these kids fishing, it's all about getting these kids these kids fishing. Okay, so thank you, Dan, for you. for using it and um, love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's do more of that. All right, so uh, let's see. We've covered a lot of stuff. Uh, Lake Elsinore has a big event coming on the 15th. I'm going to try to get there. I'm not sure if I can make it. They're going to have a big event there at Launch Point, talking about the water quality. Uh, the lower the micro bubbles and all that stuff that they're doing, uh, yeah, the, the nano bubbles, nano bubbles. They're going to be doing a presentation. I'm going to try to be there because I think it's
3: very, very um, important to, to, to hear it. Okay, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. They're it's gonna doing help a lot of things lot. to help the lake with clarity and clarity, and and um, they're doing whatever they can to try to continue that so that there's no uh, less of a chance of any fishing die off, uh, which there hasn't been in quite a while. And uh, they're stocking pretty heavily throughout the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh,
2: now we're talking about Lake Elsinore. And if you remember Lake Elsinore, we've got a, a friend, Chris Nickerson. Okay, now Chris, he's a big boy. He's six foot eight. Yeah. Six foot nine. Holds the lake record on largemouth bass. That's right. He caught it during one of our early tournaments. Okay, so I actually got to see it. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I actually waited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was amazing to see him. Well, he, this season, this past season, he was on the Ocean Odyssey. Oh. And so right now on the water at San Vicente, we've got the other Twin Tower. I call him the Twin Towers because he's also <laughs> six foot eight, and that would be my dear friend, Craig. I'm not going to call him what I call him on the boat, <laughs> but this is Craig Adolfi, and I'll tell you what, my Twin Towers, I-, I challenge anybody to come at me when those two are standing right behind me. I look, m- m- I mean, miniature. I'm already short. Can you imagine? Well, if next they to get two- through six them, break?
3: they got to get through me and Andrew, oh, so man. that's even tougher.
2: Oh, that's bad. But anyway, uh, Craig, nail him. I've film there so I know how good San Vicente can be so you know there's a little uh, area there in front of the dam go for that alright folks this is uh, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app we'll be right back
3: never worry about the price
2: of gas I've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in
4: hunting fishing loving every day that's the prayer that a country boy prays
0: Black, play here on AMA 30, KLAA. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA.
2: You know what? I'm gonna go into the garden and dig up some worms. We already dug one up. And the earthworm is here, and we didn't have to go very far this time—only three feet. And the reason he's up three feet, folks, is he's done some really good stuff for me this, this week. And so, you know, when he does good stuff, up uh, he goes up. So now you're, dude, you just gone half the distance. Just think about that—three feet. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Okay, so um, let's let's get back to it. Um, where did we leave off? Do any of you
3: two know San Nicholas?
2: Not San Nicholas. See, th- this is what I love. Now I have got to Google San Nicholas. of San. Okay, because I don't remember a lake called San Nicholas, but I know <laughs> San Nicholas Island, but not, you know, it's it's a big lake there, the Pacific Lake. It's really big, but we were talking about San Vicente. okay? That's in right. San Vicente, we actually we did an episode in San Vicente. Uh, we had uh, several boats. In fact, my dear personal friend, uh, Manas Malikian, okay, he took Danny out. I had John with me. We took two boats, and um, we might even have had a third boat. And along with Owner, we did um, a great, great episode. And right off the bat, near the dam, there's some buoys by the dam on the, on the legal side. Caught a nice about six or seven pounder. Nice, it was on TV, so nobody can say I didn't catch it. Okay, you see the actual hookup and the uh, landing of the fish. It was like crazy, so um, it was just a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of fish. What worked there really well was the A rig. I remember that um, with a lot of a lot of right stuff. So. It's all good. It's all good. All right. So, uh, San Vicente. I know um, Craig is out there. Craig, if you want to call in and talk about this year of the Ocean Odyssey, you can do it on the phone. So, Craig, I'm going to give you the phone number now. It's seven one four, the number two, eight thirty, eight thirty. Because we're we're on AM eight thirty. So, once again, seven one four, the number two. 8.30, 8.30. 8.30, 8.30. The reason I want Craig to call in, Angler Chronicles will be sponsoring his team, okay? Uh, of uh, Actually, Chris and Craig will be fishing, my, my Twin Towers, oh my. they're going to be fishing together some uh, bass tournaments, and so I want to make sure that they get a chance to, uh, to call in, and he can tell us a little about that, and then what a great great uh, season we had on the Ocean Odyssey. So, uh, Craig, I know you're listening. Uh, absolutely give me a call, okay? And um, I just texted you the, uh, the the number. Call in. Love to hear from you. All right, so we've done a pretty good uh, look at the, the freshwater scene. The second hour, we're going to talk about a lot, a lot of other stuff. We'll put in some, some salt in it. But I think uh, one of the key things that I will... The one thing I'll just share what I've learned when fishing Lake Elsinore, you need two things. What are they, Tony? You don't know. To
3: bite on Mac baits. That's for sure. Well, Mac baits okay. Mac baits. Okay. Uh, a nice owner owner hook. No,
2: I, no, 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 no. Do you remember? Or, uh, uh, so, what are the two things, uh, Andrew? Structure. Uh, number two. Bite on. Mid and Lake. No. It's structure and bite on. That's right. You get those two things at Lake Elsinore, you're going to get bit. So remember, guys, structure and, and bite, bite on. on. And we, it, during the last Dream Extreme, the water was up pretty high. Uh, Tony, you, me, and uh, John, and also with uh, William, headed out to the far end of the lake. There was a submerged fence. Remember that? That's right. And that's where we caught all our catfish. Okay, Uh, so uh, the fence provides that particular structure. Now, I know when you got on the boat with us, um, Andrew, um, we were trying all the other areas when there were some uh, beds there or or where beds used to be, okay, for bass. We Mm -hmm. didn't get a chance to do that, but you were throwing the, the hookup bait all the time and got a great aerial of you doing it. So um it was it was good. So uh, we had a really really good successful bite there. We've caught everything there. I've caught largemouth bass, crappie, uh, catfish. You know what I haven't caught to this day yet is a carp. Okay? And no I don't want to do it with arrows. Okay? I want to do it uh-huh. I want to do it old school. I've never caught a carp anywhere ever a carp. But, uh, and mm-hmm. I haven't cut a wiper there yet. I haven't uh, had a chance to really go out there and, and, and try out for the wipers. But I heard the wipers are now pretty much legal size, um, the ones from the original um, uh, stocking. So uh, it, it, just, it just looks like a lot of fun. And you go over there and you feed them arrows, don't you?
0: That's right. Those carp love to eat arrows over there.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So um, listen, I, I'm loving it. So get ready, I'm gonna, before we finish the first hour, I wanna make sure everybody understands, on January 13th, we are gonna have a film, we're gonna be filming, uh, and we'll turn it into some type of an event over there. We'll be filming at Finn and Feather in Palmdale. So if you have a membership, please join us, okay? You can't get on the dock with us, but we will be going around the lake And I'll try to make sure that uh, there's some way you could identify our car and camera. Uh, John has a, what does he call the one wheel? His one wheel is actually off-road available, yeah. so he can go on the dirt uh, road there. And uh, he'll probably go around the, the, the entire uh, shoreline, and he's going to want to get some footage okay, and get some interviews. So uh, remember, we're not on HBO or Showtime, so keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> and just tell us about your experience. Uh, in addition to that, for Finn and Feather, we will be giving away a one-year membership on taco tuesday which will be the 19th at michael sports pub and grill in uh westminster um is your mom still doing the toys for tots she is yeah okay well, why don't you bring an unwrapped toy to uh, taco tuesday as well and uh can you or I'm sure she'll be there because you're always not there, but she'll be there. Maybe we can gather some toys and maybe make a little donation. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, we were able to help really well, really good last year. Oh, last year was phenomenal. Okay, just, so let's see if we can do it again. So just bring an unwrapped toy. Anything under twenty dollars is fine. And um, you know what works really good? Match match boxes. Okay, remember Matchbox cars? Oh, just yeah. go buy a whole bunch and just bring them in. It's just it's just good and some, um, I mean, those are the kind of things that I would think of. That's what I love using when I was a little kid, okay? Or plastic army men. I used to love those things, okay? The guy, the guy on the knee with a bazooka on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were fun, okay? Um, okay, so we've got four minutes to go. I want to make sure everybody knows that we've got some great places that we can go. We're transitioning into the winter months. In, winter months, especially in the fishing. Um, I have reports. There's a boat out there right now mm-hmm. who has over 20 bluefin on the boat. Okay, they just started fishing. Wow. Okay, they're all between 30 and 50 pounds. So well, these are nice are fish. But you don't see a lot of the tuna uh, on the counts, uh, simply because. These boats need to go in to the yard and do the yearly repairs. The, the, right. these, these boats need a yearly repair, and that's why you don't see that much because all the long rangers—I mean, anything from five days and more—are just, I mean, just annihilating fish. They've got yellowfin, dorado, wahoo, yellowtail. The quality of the yellowtail is crazy. Also, there's—they're they're talking about another super El Nino. I put, up, uh, I put something up this week about strong versus uh, a super El Nino and what that means. It doesn't necessarily mean a lot of water. But, you know, whatever it is, as long as it brings the fishing that we had in 2014 when this whole thing kicked off, that would be amazing. Okay? If you remember 2014 tell you what, mm. you, you might not remember this, Tony, mm-hmm. but I remember a trip with Josh and Lily, and you and I. We went on a three-quarter day out of Dana Wharf sport fishing, and we got so many yellowtail. Yellow it tail. was in fact it yeah. was it was her first yellowtail ever, okay. And it was one after the other, and that was because of the uh, of that El Nino effect that started then. So if we have anything yeah, like that. Was that huge I would love it. I mean, we were we're catching. I remember that day. That was good. Dude, we were catching Dorado, I mean, just off the coast here. So, I mean, it was great. So, anyway, so uh, we'll we'll be transitioning into that. And then I know that when we come back, we'll have uh, none other than Danny Jackson on. Okay. And Danny will be talking about a brand new episode that we we have coming out this week. Okay. So, looking forward to that. And um, I'm going to, okay, oh, okay, so, um, oh, there it is. Danny, you're getting through. (laughs) Danny is sending me a message. I can't get through. Well, you got through. All right, so uh, we'll talk to Danny about that episode. And but we got less than a minute here, uh, Andrew. Uh, You want to round it off. Three things that you would recommend if you're going to transition into trout fishing. Uh, Definitely. Two-pound
0: test. Uh, a syndicate uh, jigging rod 76 or greater
2: and a big net absolutely in fact i can't wear i can't wait to bring out my ultralights okay and remember i have the two of you on the line on i'm together here the challenge is still on okay two pound test on the center console oh yeah okay it's gonna happen all right folks this is uh Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Home of the Raiders. We'll be right back. it can buy me a boat.
0: buy me a truck to pull it. can buy
4: me a Yeti Hey Doc, nice office. Quick question. If you had to choose, would you give yourself a root canal or run payroll?
5: Run payroll, no question.
4: Seriously? Have you run payroll before?
5: Paying my team with Gusto couldn't be easier. Gusto gives me unlimited payroll runs, next day direct deposits, and automatically files my taxes. Saves me time. Wow,
2: that's nice. Over here, Doc. Can I run payroll too? Choose payroll without the pain. Visit gusto.com
0: radio to sign up for free.
4: At ziprecruiter.com slash free.
0: Angels Radio, AMA 30, LAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire,
0: where Angels Baseball lives.
2: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners,
0: or management. Any and all on air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA.
1: Welcome back to hour number two, with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles.
2: Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. This is Angler Chronicles. Let me tell you something: when you hear this song, it means one thing and one thing only. Tony, what does it mean?
3: It means that the sheriff. sheriff is coming into town, pitching his slinging his jigs from outer field, and come on in to Angel Stadium.
2: Not that easy to come up with it on the fly, is it?
3: It's not. <laughs> it's not.
2: Without further ado, <laughs> hey Andrew, you ready to bring him in? What do we call yeah, him? Absolutely. What do we call him too? The, the sheriff j- and and uh, jigslinger. Gosh, you guys, this is oh man. Earthworm, you might start diving here back into the Uh-oh. dirt, okay? But it's all <laughs> oh, good. Without further ado, my dear friend, the CEO of Film Them at Angler Chronicles, Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir.
9: Hey, good morning, Sergio and Tony and Andrew. Nice to hear everybody on the show there this morning. You know, I've, I've just you're, you're saying a uh, jig slinger. I have slung a few, but. What is the past tense of sling, uh, Sergio? You you know that I'm sure. I don't I
2: don't even know what it is. Jig slunger? It, <laughs> it might be slung. I, I have no idea. Uh, you but know anyway. what? You'll always be the perpetual jig slinger. And for um, people may not realize, but Danny and I we've been friends for over thirty years. We go back to the days of the the freelance out of Davies Locker. I mean, way back when. And um, if you wanted to see Danny fish, Danny would do one thing and one thing only he would have a surface iron and he would cast a surface iron And that's all he did. In fact, we did early on We were just talking about the El Nino and I remember you came out on the on the Enterprise Remember that was a crazy trip.
9: Oh, yes, you yeah. Yeah, and, and I said st-
2: and I said Danny go catch some fish uh, We had John was was filming. I said go catch some fish So you put your camera down and what did he do? He grabbed the rod had a jig, went to the bow and started throwing the jig. We go to Cedros Island, and he's filming. We didn't have John; it was just Danny. And we're, I'm, I'm, we're catching yellowtail, and I, I'm looking at him, and I can see, you couldn't tell, but I could see the desire in you. And I said, trade me. I gave you my rod with the jig on it. I grabbed the camera, and you caught yourself a very, a very nice yellow. And, and, and a crazy story, too, right behind that When You want to tell it?
9: Well, I, I, I remember the fish. I, mem- I remember that fish very well. I don't know if
2: this is your story. Well, no, the but story of how you actually caught, caught that fish.
9: Well, the fish, you know, I was throwing the iron, surface iron, like you said. And uh, I was about ready to take it out of the water. I mean, it was like 10 feet from the boat. And, uh, and the yellow came up and ate it right there. All I saw was mouth. And and it grabbed the jig. You had the you had the drag hammer down. <laughs> yeah. And I was on the rail there. But uh that was a fun one. I'll never forget that fish, Sergio.
2: Yeah, well the reason we have the uh, drag hammered down, um, is because first of all we're using eighty pound tests on with eighty pound uh, leader, So you were in pretty good hands there. Um, these fish were in the 30s, okay? And the other reason is they'll grab you and they'll get you into the kelp. So you've got to be able to stop them as fast as you can, get them pointing your way, and bring them in. But you got them. You got them. And yeah. uh, I yeah, filmed it. I, I actually filmed it, so it's good. Yes, you did. Yes,
9: you did. In fact, it's on our opener every week. So uh, not, I'll, I remember that fish and... So many good trips to Cedrus with you, Sergio. And, yeah, we go back, you and I, Sergio, to, like you say, the freelance days back in the 80s and 90s. And, and even the searcher, we made some searcher trips, six-day trips, and got a lot of fish down there. Anyway, uh, let's get down to business here. First of all, the public service announcement, Nachos Barge, Long Beach, Long Beach Bay Company has live squid for the weekend again. So Yeah,
2: and I'll be out um, there tomorrow. I'll be out yeah, there tomorrow. Yes, you'll
9: be out there tomorrow. I saw that. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I hope you get them. Good weather. So anyway, a uh, lot of things going on. I'm going to get to our very, very special episode on Anglo Chronicles television. Just wanted to say that um, this weekend I am working on a special video project for Jim Hendrix at CCA Cal. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. They're coming up with a new uh, new video.
2: So, uh, and thank I mean, you for one, doing one that, ask, Danny. I didn't get a chance to oh, much, thank you. Thank you very much.
9: Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. You talk about the Army-Navy game. Yeah, that's at noon on CBS, played uh, in Foxboro. Of course, I've got to take the midshipmen, you know. Midshipmen, that's that's my team. And uh,
2: Yeah, they've won you know, five the out Navy of the game. last seven, by the way.
9: Yeah, they 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 do pretty well generally against uh, the Black Knights there. So, anyway, looking forward to that. But let's uh, let's talk about television tomorrow morning at 8:30 on Valley Sports West. Brand new episode, Sergio. I'm gonna let you talk about it in a moment. But it's we call it Couples Getaway because it is uh, there, there are several fishermen in the anglers in the program, but you and your beautiful wife Rhonda. You just, you, you caught so many fish, uh, you know, the bottom. The, the, what really impressed me was the lean cod that you guys got and, of uh, course, halibut, king salmon, uh, chinooks, as they are called up there. It's in beautiful Haida Gwaii at Queen Charlotte Safaris. You know, we've made many, many trips up there and always look forward to them. So talk about the trip, Sergio. and. And uh, and the beauty shots that that are in this one from John Simpson and uh, the drone footage is just amazing.
2: You know, it really was. And uh, it was one of those things that all started out with, Rondo, what do you want for your birthday? And uh, she goes, I want to go back to British Columbia, and we had been talking with Valerie. I said, Valerie, you want us to come out? She goes, absolutely. So uh, we flew to beautiful Sandspit in British Columbia. It's an easy, it's an easy thing. Um, we got to make it a little bit more fun. Uh, we left out of Orange County. We got to Vancouver, and then we stayed at the uh, hotel there. They had the room was really cool about that hotel is it's right there. Attached to the airport, okay. So, I mean, there, there's no taxiing. No, not. It's right there by the airport, and um, spend the night there. Uh, had dinner there. The next morning, we got on the on the other plane, got to Sandspit. You'll see the the plane that lands us there, and going into a beautiful, beautiful airport, local airport, and you see a poster with a very famous girl now who's now a woman now. Yeah. You want to explain who that girl yeah, is?
9: is? Well, that, that girl is uh, Rachel, my daughter. She's an RN at, at Hogue Hospital, Newport Beach. And uh, she, she that that salmon is probably 33, 35 pounds and one of the best photos I ever got. And there at the San Spit Airport, <laughs> I tell Rachel, you're, you're, you're famous. Uh, Worldwide, you're you're you're. As soon as you walk into Sandsville Airport, you'll see Rachel's picture with a huge salmon at Queen Charlotte Safaris. We just love the place, uh, Sergio. It's been there many many times. I'll say this: you know, of course, when you fish out of Queen Charlotte Islands uh, uh, Safaris, you will, which is on the east side of the Charlotte, so the, Charlottes, or the of Gwaii, you'll make about a 22 mile trip west to what's called a sound, and that's where they fish at Skittigate Point. And, you know, it's it's a fast boat ride because it's all protected going through the Skittigate Narrows there. You know, I've always said that trip through the Narrows is worth the price of admission. And you do that twice a day, one coming, one going. And, uh, you know, you guys, you're, actually it was a little breezy on the outside, so the nice thing, one of the many nice things about fishing at Queen Charlotte Safaris is you can duck out of the weather, uh, you know, and still catch a lot of fish, uh, salmon and everything else, because they fish an area called the Wall. Mm-hmm. They call them, uh, you know, Moose Tooth, and a uh, place I love that, that they call the Meat Locker, Coho Point, Startup Bay. Uh, it's called the Wall, and it's protected, and it's just a beautiful place, Sergio, and and um, you guys really got them. And again, John Simpson just captured it all—breathtaking uh, shots. And you guys, of course, he's got whales. You guys have black bear on video, bald eagles, deer. Well, you know, uh, what well, well, it was well, very
2: beautiful. unique, and like I said, a, it was a different. We, we've been up there a lot of times, but you know, this one was a little bit different. It was just Ron than me. You know, it was just Ron and I. And we get up there, and we were supposed to have the boat just to ourselves, okay? But unfortunately, uh, one of the captain's uh, dad had a heart attack, and so he had to fly out to be with his dad. So one boat was not didn't have a captain. So we took two guys with us: John, John Dickens, and he actually writes for Pacifico Sport Fishing and Western Outdoor News. He goes. So he got he came on the boat with us, and then my dear friend John, who's part of the um, uh, was it Los Angeles Tuna Club, okay, and we just did a seminar there, and so uh, and he's been on the show before, okay. He 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 goes up there every year, John, and I know for a fact that while I was there, in fact I did in a seminar on um, Queen Charlotte safaris, uh, half of it, the other half on Bay of La. And they're they're putting together a trip that they're going up there um, from the tuna club, so that'll be fun. But anyway, they, they were there, and the funny thing is, like everything else, uh, I overpack, so I had plenty of rods for me and Rhonda, and uh, both of them didn't bring anything. So uh, I said, let's go, and um, they were. If you if you look closely, everything on the boat was Fishing Syndicate, inaccurate. All right. There was one time I had my baitcaster out, but primarily it was all accurate reels and fishing syndicate rods. And I think that made all the difference in the world because both Johns told me that, wow, they could tell the difference uh, with those setups versus some of the other stuff that they have up there. So um, it's not not a bad idea to bring your own stuff, although if you don't want to, she's got plenty of good stuff up there. It's just, it's, it's always like what you feel comfortable with, so we always bring our own. And uh, we got uh, very large uh, cod. We would limit out very quickly on the cod. Okay, in fact, you'll see one, one particular shot, you're gonna look at as we're bring the fish out. Did you see how many cod were on there? <laughs> it was like, Oh yes, yeah. oh yes. We had lingcod for limits yeah. for six people. Um, it was crazy, it was good. And um, can't beat it. In fact, our biggest fish, I think, it was kind of hard to get a good reading, but the, the the scale was going between 40, 42 to 46 pounds. So we decided to call it 43, okay, on a lingcod. Um, you look at this belly and it, you can tell it was something in there. Um, we didn't fillet it, but um, we noticed thing. it ate something big. And huge yellow eye rockfish, huge vermilion rockfish, and then, of course, the staple, the, um, the, the king salmon, okay? And it's just a lot of fun to catch. All right, listen, you're going to have to stay in for a little bit longer. I can hear the commercial coming in, okay?
9: Okay, I'll, I'll stick around, you bet. All
2: right, thanks. All right, folks, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app, home of the Ang- of the Las Vegas Raiders. I li- <laughs> it's Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
7: I'm going to take it to a special place that nobody knows. Baby, get ready.
1: You and me,
5: grown fishing in the dark line
4: on a back Angels Radio,
0: AM 830.
1: Angels Radio AMA 30.
2: All right. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA, home of the Las Vegas Raiders and on the Angels Radio app. And uh, I've got the sheriff here, sheriff. I'm going I know that. I, I took more than, than I normally do of your time. I apologize, but there's so many things to no, catch no, up no. on. Okay. Um, so anyway, so uh, we're talking uh, couples retreat, couples getaway to Queen Charlotte Safaris. It was a a blessing. Um, I also have. It looks like I've got Mike Lund coming on. So uh, he's going to be talking to us about the Friends of Rollo and also the CCA. I'm sure. And so. Um, You're working on a special project for CCA, so I thank you for that. And uh, what are the times, then, for the new episode tomorrow morning?
9: Well, uh, tomorrow morning, actually on Sundays it will air twice. One, The first, it'll premiere at 8.30 tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West, then again at 10 a.m. on SoCal HD, then uh, Monday, Tuesday, next Sunday at 8, So uh, it it will air five times during the week. And uh, as I sign off, I'm just gonna say, go Navy. You know, the Commander in Chief's trophy is at stake. So uh, looking forward to a good good football game there, Sergio. Well,
2: you know know I gotta gotta go Army. I gotta go Army.
9: Oh, I know you do, but that's okay. That's Okay. okay. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <Sir Joe. laughs> well, again,
2: it, it, I think that the odds are on your side because, like I said, five out of the last seven meetings you guys have won. But um, I'm going to go with the Army. I'm going to go with the Army. Got to go with the green.
9: Um, you know, it'll be a fun game. It'll be a fun game. I always love that game.
2: So, All right, my friend. All thank right, you so
9: much. Everybody. Have
2: a great weekend. All right. Excellent. Hey, Leilani, when you get All a right. chance, queue up Mike Lum. Okay. And we'll talk to Mike. And I'm sure we'll talk about the Captain Rollo's uh, Kids at Sea program. They've got a huge event going on, Tony. They've got the 2024 annual Grand Raffle. It's over $30,000 in prizes. I love this thing. And the tickets are only like 10 bucks, you know. And then you get a chance to win one of 30 huge prizes. And uh, do we have Mike Lum? Mike, are you there? Uh, good morning hey Mike how are you bud doing great how's everyone we're doing really good all right so listen this is your gig so tell us tell us about this event
8: well the uh, as you just mentioned the 2024 grand raffle uh, tickets are now available and uh, we've got some fabulous prizes we've got 30 great prizes we're going to be giving away uh, at day at the docks down in San Diego on April the 7th So we got time to sell lots of tickets between now and then. This is our major fundraiser for the year. And uh, how many kids we get to take depends on how many tickets we sell between now and then. So anybody that would like to support the uh, Captain Rollo Kids at Sea program and have a chance to win some of these prizes, the tickets are $10 a piece. And the way you buy the tickets is you call 951-264-7382 and you leave your name and phone number, and then Tim will call you back in the order that he gets them and get you your tickets. So that's nine five one two six four seven three eight two. That's also posted on the Friends of Angler Chronicle Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, and you can get more info at. Uh, well, let me ask at, you a uh, question. Kids org.
2: I'm looking at what you posted there, and can they email their phone number to? win at rollokids.org
8: yes they certainly can win at rollokids.org all tim needs is your name and telephone number and he'll return those as well Mm -hmm. Uh, during these promotions tim stays extremely busy so it may be a little while before he calls you back but he definitely
2: will. So let let me just uh, for our listeners, it's the same way as we do our trips. Okay, when uh, you you call Ron at the number, you leave your. We don't ask you to leave your your any information, just your name and a phone number. We can call you back. Then Ron calls you back, and at that point, we go ahead and get your credit card and get your uh, your trips. They do the same thing for for this. Okay, so just uh, again, it's nine five one two six four seven three eight two or or if you don't want to call and leave a message, go to win, W-I-N, at Rollo Kids. That's with two L's. R-O-L-L-O, kids, K-I-D-S, all one word, dot org, not com, dot org. So win at RolloKids.org. Uh, I'm sure you can leave a message there with your um, phone number and your name. They'll call you back, and then you we do the whole thing. and uh, Talk a little bit more about this um the kids at sea program
8: well since uh, 1999 friends of rollo has been taking kids on their first ocean fishing trip uh to date we are right at the 150,000 kid mark which is just astounding when you think about the fact we are a grassroots organization we do not have large corporate sponsors um this is all done by people just like uh like the listeners and the anglers that, that fish locally, and they, they help us uh, by supporting these raffles and, and various other fundraisers we do. And that's where the money comes from. So each year um, we try to take between three and 4,000 kids on their first ocean fishing trip. And, um, and year after year after year, the demand for the trips continues to grow. Um, we're challenged a little bit right now because of the cost of the trips going up Uh, like everybody knows that. But when we're taking um, somewhere between 80 and 100 charters a year, you think about what that means with the the giant increases we're seeing in, in the cost of everything, we have to increase our revenue in order to keep up with the pace. And so That's the reason why you're going to be hearing more about these raffles and more about some of this other stuff, because we just simply need to raise more money to keep from – we don't want to lower the number of kids each year that we take. The demand is high. We want to be able to meet that demand. And so we just ask everybody to participate in what I think are some really great value, fun events. And at the same time, every time you do it, you're helping us put another kid on the water for the first time. And uh, a lot of these kids are underprivileged, underserved, communities um some of these kids have never seen the ocean and and it's not like we're importing them from other states these are kids that live 30 minutes from the ocean have never laid eyes on the ocean so when you get them not only at the ocean but you get them on a boat for the first time it is a literally a lifelong memory and in many cases a life-changing event and um that's what we do that's what we've done since 1999 and that's really what the entire Friends of Rollo program is committed to do, is take kids that have never been on a boat on their first ocean fishing adventure. That's what we do.
2: Yeah, I know. I've participated in some of your trips, and um, we were able to film the 100,000 kid going through. Uh, we also um, participate in the tuna Wars. Um, Whether two with the wicked tuna captains come out, they get on a boat and it's all for bragging rights. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that you're raising money, which is great. And like you said, it's all grassroots. It's just uh, no corporate sponsor here, very similar to what we have with Fishers of Men, when we take the shoes down to the kids down in the East Cape, and there's another way to help a local kid. So that's uh, that's huge. And we've been huge supporters since day one, and we'll continue to be um, as long as you keep doing these great things. So we'll be there for you, Mike.
8: Well, I appreciate it. Let me add one quick thing here. You might recall a few years ago our good friend Cliff Friend participated in one of our our raffles, and that particular year, we gave away a rod that was a personal fishing rod of Rollo, and that had been donated to us, and uh, we held on to it for a while, trying to figure out how to to get the most uh, funding out of it. And so we decided to do a promotion. Cliff Friend stepped up, and he bought uh, a couple hundred dollars' worth of tickets, and he won that rod, and uh, we awarded it to him at Day at the Docks uh, back in, I think it was... um, three years ago, 2019 or so, and um, unfortunately with Cliff's passing uh, this past uh, this year, um, his family was kind enough to donate that rod back to us, and so we're repeating the process, and so for the next week or 10 days until, until uh, we get to Christmas Eve, we're going to be selling uh, a special opportunity to win that rod, which is now Cliff and Rollo's rod, and um, it's a It's a CalStar jig stick that was built by Yoz. It's a beautiful rod. It is certainly a part of sport fishing history um, and has extra meaning now that both of those gentlemen have, have owned it. It is going to be given away on Christmas Eve. The way you can enter a drawing to win that rod, you call Tim at that number we gave out, and you buy 20 grand raffle tickets. That's $200. He'll give you an additional five tickets, so you'll get the whole book of tickets for $200, And you'll get one entry to win that rod, which is going to be given away on Christmas Eve. So there won't be a ton of people involved. I think the first time that we gave this away, uh, Cliff was one of uh, 50 people that participated. And uh, that raises a substantial amount of money for the organization, helps that many more kids go on their first ocean fishing trip. And if you want a chance to win the rod that Rollo fished with and that Cliff owned that's how you do it. You buy 20 of these grand raffle tickets, you get five free, and you get an entry into that rod drawing.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a great way to, uh, you know, win some great stuff. And at the same time, and the most important thing is to help out uh, with, with the take-a-kid fishing. It means so much. So I, I personally thank you. You know how I feel about kids and, and helping kids out. So thank you for everything that you guys do, and count with the Angular Chronicle support.
8: Well, we appreciate the support of you and all your listeners, and we literally couldn't do this without you, so we appreciate it.
2: Well, we love doing it. All right, Mike, thanks again. Let's just say it one more time, uh, the two places people can go ahead and go to buy some tickets.
8: Well, first, call 951 382. If Tim doesn't pick up, leave your name and phone number clearly so he can call you back. You don't have to tell him how many tickets or any of that. Just leave your name and phone number. He'll know why you're calling, and he'll call you back in the order that he gets those messages. He will be quite busy, uh, so it may be a little while. And then the second way, you can just send an email to win, W-I-N, at org, And, again, just a name and phone number. He'll call you back and then uh, get you your tickets. By the way, I'd like to add... Uh, I have seen a couple posts on uh, on some of the social media sites where individuals are claiming that they have tickets for sale. They do not have tickets for sale. It's a total scam. If anybody posts something on there that says, I've got tickets, they don't. Okay. Um, So the only way to get them is to call that number or send that email and talk to Tim. He will get you your
2: tickets. What a shame that they use something like this to do that for. But anyway, listen, don't do it. Just go to the win at RolloKids.org or the phone number. Uh, You can find that phone number on uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles as a post check it out we will be reposting it as well and um make sure you get your tickets uh you know i would love to win that rod okay just because it was cliff you know I, cliff you know everybody knows is very special to me i only have two conciliaries in my entire life and that's been one was cliff and the other one is john santangelo so they're very two very very special people in my life they they went beyond being a friend okay Uh, And I I cherish John Santangelo very, very much. So, thank you so much, uh, Mike, for all you do, and uh, keep doing it because we'll keep supporting you.
8: Appreciate it.
2: All right. Thank you, guys. All right, Mike Lum from Friends of Rallo. Okay, that's what we all know it, but it's Friends of Rallo Kids at Sea program. All right, time for another little commercial. We come back. We're gonna get into some of this ocean fishing because it's been pretty, pretty good. Folks, you're on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app, home of the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Ender Chronicles. We'll be right back.
3: She's doing almost everything but sitting still
9: Talking about her ballet shoes and training wheels
4: And her kittens And
6: she thinks we're just fishing
2: welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. home with the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Anger Chronicles. And before I go any further, uh, Earthworm, are you happy with the music?
0: Oh, the music is great.
2: Okay, it, it, every song has something to do about fishing, and unfortunately, the only thing I could find was all country, which is what you like, so a little country music. You know, it's funny how uh, people that listen to country music love to hunt and fish. Okay, just saying there, uh, you, Tony. Your favorite kind of music is what this? Um, what's your favorite kind of music?
3: My favorite kind of music is uh, is like music, rave music, rave music, yeah. E-E-M, You know, all the electrical type of, synthetic right, type of, a lot of fishermen hunters, a lot there, of yeah. a lot of fishermen and hunters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Listen to me for again. Um, that's good. I love this music. So good for that. Let me give a huge shout out here. A lot of people following us on social media. So to Paul, David, Agar, Sal, Julian. Julian's over at Kauai, by the way. He's on the shoreline there. He's getting ready for a seminar. Uh, Tony, Jeff, Gary, Janine, Rick, Erica. By the way, it's your Erica. listening to me, not to you. So make sure that you understand that <laughs> earthworm. Okay. Larry, Lee, Rich, hey. Steve. Jason, Brad, and there's a lot more, but I, 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 it would take up the rest of the show. But I just want to say thank you to all our listeners, okay? And it's it's amazing how you know. I have to get up really early, but to, to know that somebody's out there listening, uh, it's appreciated. Much appreciated. Okay, so let, let's transition a little bit um, to what's going on on the saltwater scene. Um, you and I were talking about this yesterday, Andrew. A lot of the boats at this time of the year go to the dry dock, and they need work. I mean, they've been abused all year. They need work. Okay, so um, that's where most of the boats are. And if the boats are not on the water, you're not getting a very good, accurate report of what's going on out there. However, there are boats right now catching a lot of fish, okay? And among those fish are tuna, okay? Okay. And we don't think about it, but if they're still out there, okay, they're, they're, they're still out there. I'm trying to find out which was the boat I saw that was um, that just came in. Well, here it's the uh, Polaris Supreme just checked in on the first evening of their two-day event. So it's a two-day, okay. So it's I know Polaris Supreme is a long-range boat, but it's only a two-day, and they already have uh, 20 bluefin, and that was at. Uh, that was last night at 8.30 in the evening, okay, and most of these fish are 30 to 50 pounders, okay, so the fish are still there. If not, some of the more local fish, like for uh, fishing boats, uh, if you go out of Pier Point or you go out of um, Birth 55, uh, the Victory and, and the Enterprise are both getting some really nice rock fish. You can also go on the Overnight. I know the El Dorado has been out. He's been bringing back limits of fish. Okay, so uh, it's really good. In fact, if you'd like an opportunity to fish with us, and and yet another opportunity to raise some some funds with with a program that's really really dear to my heart. Okay, because it does take kids. Well, it takes into consideration the kids' welfare, and that's with Fishers of Men. When we go down to the East Cape, and not only the East Cape, but they're doing work here locally in Anaheim, Moreno Valley, and now they've got one coming Mm -hmm. up here real shortly. But what we're doing is we're setting up a trip, an overnight trip, okay, on the El Dorado. Okay, there'll be uh, an overnight island freelance OK, and I think they were going to limit load it. OK, I'm not sure exactly what the number was, but you can find out when you call. And it was it's a great day, to, a great way to come fishing with us. And at the same time, help us put shoes on the needy. OK, especially these children. Okay, Children shouldn't suffer. And we're, it's kind of cool that we get to do it right there near Christmas time. It's really cool. So the trip would leave Sunday night, the 17th. I believe it's at 8.30 in the evening. And we fish all day Monday, and we'll be back Monday evening. So it's just um, if you need to take a day off, it would be a Monday. But it's December 17th and 18th. Leave on the 17th, come back on the 18th. Four reservations, and and, and remember, this is limited load, so you're going to have one first come, first serve. And I know they're getting close to being full, so, but call, call because I'm sure there's more room. Uh, Call Larry. Yep, Captain Larry Moore. Okay, his phone number is 714 329 3853. Okay, and Larry we more than help, uh, more than happy to take your information and whatever form of payment. Okay, so call again, Larry Moore, at 714-329-3853. If you want to call him right now, he loves it when you call him really early. You're welcome to call him and leave him messages at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. That'd be a good one. Sorry, Larry, I love you, but Big Bird. <laughs> now, but this is this is a great way to help support. Fishers of Men. Uh, we are huge sponsors of, of, of FOM West Coast because of all the great things they do. So it'll be on the El Dorado, leaving uh, Sunday night the 17th, fishing on the 18th. Um, it's not a BOGO trip, so let's not go there. Okay, this is a chance for you to donate. Okay, I mean, you know, I, always, I used to put up this poster on social media, and it was, um, you know, define need. Okay, and then uh, you see these houses that are just decked out and decked out, and you know that thousands of dollars have gone in to uh, make them look real Christmassy, and the expense of the lights. Okay, your electric bill, and yet on the other side we have kids that don't have shoes on their feet. Now, um, you know what? You know, skimp on a cup of coffee if you go to uh, uh, any of these coffee shops out there. Starbucks, To at least, you're talking about 10 bucks. Well, take the 10 bucks and, and do something else with it. Hopefully you can come out fishing with us. I mean, you get to go fishing, okay? And you get to have some fun. And at the same time, we raise money for these kids. So hopefully we can get the number of people that they want, I mean, the trip is a go. We, mm-hmm. we do have enough to go. Uh, but it's just, it, it's a matter of getting more people to help us help these kids. And when some of these kids are looking for Xboxes and all this other stuff, uh, these kids, all they want is a pair of shoes and so they can go to school. So just, just keep that in mind, okay? It, it's, uh, it's about giving back, you know? And, and during the season, we celebrate the birth of Christ. That's, that's what Christmas means. It's a birth. Um, it was about a child. So let's make this. Let's make Christmas about children. Like that. Okay. So let's do that. All right. Uh, having said that, let's go ahead and move into some of the fishing. Um, like I said, there's a tuna being caught. I'm not sure exactly where, but think about it. It's a two-day range, so can't be too far from where they were. I'm assuming I don't have a report, so I don't can't really give it out. But um, maybe if it's within reason, I'm sure that uh, the Eldorado won't on the 17th. If they're within reason, we should go. Go see if we can go near the Tanner or just behind. Um San Clemente Island. That would be a lot of fun. Because in the event they're not there, then you can fall back on some yellowtail, some calico bass, some rockfish, and all the other stuff. So looking forward to it, okay? So there is some tuna still around. And then on the local scene, like I said, all the three-quarters are catching bass and a lot of rockfish, okay, a lot of rockfish. And if you're a diehard old-school Fishermen, these were the months that we would go out and we would just load the freezer. Now, I know a lot of freezers are full of tuna, well, but the white meat is good meat, right? I mean, um, rockfish, I mean, you two, uh, Andrew and uh, Tony, you guys eat fish, I don't, right? White fish has is a tasty thing, right?
3: All yeah, all I mean, I love the white fish, especially, it's really flaky, super good. Um, I, I'm. I don't know if there's one fish that I don't. That I haven't tried.
2: Right, but I mean, I they think rockfish, the rockfish is, good. is probably the best. Earthworm, for, you like rockfish, right?
3: He's on a hook. Yeah, it's delicious.
2: No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, He puts it on mute so he doesn't get all the others. So by the time he has to go and then take out the mute number, uh, button on his phone. But, no, yeah, it's very good. And um, I'm just going to put this out there since I know Erica's listening. Erica, you can have some rockfish with him. Or if you'd like to join me for dinner, I'll take you to a bone-in ribeye with some garlic mashed potatoes and some white asparagus and a great bottle of red. That would be good. Is that okay there, uh, Earthworm? <laughs> and we can do all of that on the center console. That's fine with me. I'm, I'm going to take Rhonda out, and we're going to go plate shopping. We're going to do what? Tra- plate shopping. Plate shopping? Oh, that's right. <laughs> right, right. Because Rhonda was ordering some plates when he was around, and uh, they were comparing what patterns. Oh, a, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she gives the earthworm a shot. I remember she's CFO, chief fishing officer, self-appointed, by the way. But no, uh, it's good. Uh-huh. But no, listen, so there, it, it's a lot of good stuff. Rockfish is very, very tasty. Uh, I would tell you go. Now, uh, I kind of let the cat out of the bag, but I really let out of the bag now. On Tuesday, I was on the center console, and nobody could go with me. So I went solo. And I haven't done that more than maybe a handful of times. Yeah, The weather was absolutely beautiful. You know nice. what, Tony, you'll relate. It felt like I was on Lake Elsinore. Okay, and I went out there, and I, well, I, I left. Uh, saw some friends there, They I was on the AC2, they were taking out the AC1, and uh, they said they were gonna follow me. I said, you're hmm. more than welcome. But I, I headed straight over to nachos. I picked up a couple of scoops of sardines, and thinking they might have squid. But since I was there, I picked up a couple of scoops, of, like I said, of sardines. And I hated to wear earthworm. What's your favorite place that I fish? Jurassic Park. Yeah, and the reason he says it that way, we were fishing the two of us, Tony, and he goes, take me to Jurassic Park, because I didn't want to take him there, but I took him there. But So I go there by myself, and my thought was, okay, you know what, there's nobody else on the boat with me, so you know what, I can fish it the way I want to, and I can leave whenever I want to, and all I wanted to do was expand... My area. Look for new spots, you know, because I always go to the same old spots. Sometimes because they're 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 they're, they're tried it's and yeah. I, I know there there's fish there, and there's always somebody else. That I always want them to catch fish, but I said this one I want to go on my own. If I catch them, I don't. That's no problem. And uh, I did do that, and I found some new spots. Okay, uh, around that Jurassic Park because it's a very large area. Right. So I'm trying to pinpoint what's there. It's um it's a very um it, it's a rocky bottom without pinnacles when it, it's a hard bottom okay but once in a while there's a little something mm-hmm. okay that's a little bit different and we see it on the up and down meter and then there's fish there okay and i went guess where to where i where i the area that i have the sheephead spot and, excuse me. The reason I call it the Sheephead's Bug is it's th- this area, I'm looking for bass. Mm, okay. Right. Uh, but I have incidentals. Some of my incidentals are Sheephead and Halibut. And we'll talk about the Halibut Bite. I see we got a, a break to go. So let me bring you back uh, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA, and on the Angels Radio app, the Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
4: Breathe me in. Breathe me out I don't know If I could ever go
6: Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway, Michael's Sports Pub and Grill.
7: Hello anglers. It's not often second chances become reality when we are fishing. However, sometimes a second chance happens when you least expect it. This is Tim with Friends of Rollo and several years ago, we raffled off Rollo's custom CalStar jig stick. The winner, Cliff Friend, was a longtime supporter of the Rollo program and the family has just donated this rod back to us. Friends of Rollo is going to give someone a second chance to own Rollo's personal jig stick. Entering Rollo's rod raffle is easy simply purchase a book of 2024 grand raffle tickets and you will get an entry into the drawing the winner will be drawn on december 24th what better christmas present to give yourself than a piece of fishing history books of tickets are 200 dollars and friends of rollo will give each person that buys a book five tickets free tickets can be purchased by contacting us at win at rollokids.org or by calling 951-264-7382 On behalf of all of us at Friends of Rollo, good luck.
0: Angels Radio,
1: AM 830.
5: It's harder than hell to go to work right
4: now. My boss is a jerk and he smells like a cow. Payments are late and I can't get a break. Well, I can't catch that, but I can catch a fish.
2: You like that? You can at least catch fish. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. Uh, I'm home of the... Uh, Not only the Las Vegas Raiders, but also home of Angry Chronicles. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening uh, to us and just sharing the morning, okay? A couple of uh, housekeeping things. Uh, Remember, Taco Tuesday will be on the 19th this month, not this next Tuesday, the following Tuesday. Please come out. I will be giving away one membership, one yearly membership To fin and feather. That alone is the value of $1,000, okay? And then also, we do have spots still available on the Fishers of Men, Angler Chronicles, El Dorado trip. So make sure you uh, come out for that one. That would be leaving uh, Sunday the 17th, fishing on the 18th, and we'll be back that evening on the 18th, okay? So having said that, uh, one of the other things that's been really, really good, Tony, is uh, roaches. That's right. The crawling roaches. uh, roaches. Yeah, that's what I call them. The roaches of the sea. Okay, lobsters are going off, and you produce a particular product for lobster fishing. Want to talk about it?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's super exciting. It's a lobster attractant. It's a pure fish and salmon oil. Uh, It's incredible for marinating your baits before you go out. We also have a spray that you recharge your baits as you kind of bring them in through the night, and you're going through the hoops. Um, It's... You know, this year has been even more phenomenal than a lot of years. A lot of big, a lot of big bugs. We call it them the Doesn't seem to be a lot of
2: pressure on them this year. So, um, but but the, the fish I've seen, the, the, the my friends that have gone out have limited out every night using the bite on the, the sponges. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. We have the sponges that go into the bait cage. It's really just about you know expanding that scent trail, and if and if you can keep that that bait because you know after after you know an hour or two hours the bait's going to start to get a little soggy. You can either change it out and get fresh bait, or you can put one of those pads or spray in. It really helps recharge and broadcast that scent a lot further.
2: Okay, before before I uh, we'll, we'll continue that, but I want to make sure before the show is over to give a big, huge shout-out to Steve, the Bugman Duncan. He says, tournament day at Clear Lake, 21 teams, one-day tournament time to catch some catfish with bite on Tony yeah, Williams. Yeah,
3: good luck out okay, there, Steve.
2: So he's out there. This is really cool. Okay. Uh, How funny,
3: they call him the bug man. <laughs> good timing.
2: There you go. Very good. Okay, so yeah. So um, let's see. Andrew's sending me his membership value. is It's almost $1,100 for the uh, Fin and, and Feather membership. By the way, remember, That's we'll nice. be filming on the 13th and 14th of January next month. Okay, so if you want to be on TV, great opportunity, but you got to be a member. All right, or be invited by one. Okay, so um, that being said, let's go back to the... Uh, lobster season, The yeah. cockroaches.
3: cockroaches. So uh, you got to have a lobster card. It's like uh, eight eight dollars, and uh, you got to make sure to turn it in by the end of the year, or they 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 tag you with the twenty dollar fine for the next season. But um, lobster season's in full gear. A lot of people are using uh, fresh cut mackerel, uh, sardines, uh, anything fresh cut, or a lot of people also use the salmon heads. Uh, salmon heads, they split in half. And uh, they'll marinate those before they go out, put them in the bait cages. You know, people are soaking for 30 minutes, pulling up, and, you know, they're coming out with limits for the night. Um, some nights are a little bit slower than, than others, and others are a little bit faster. You know, I've seen some guys go out. Our friend's Rodney Sakamoto. He's been going out, and, uh, you know, he's soaking for two hours, and they've got limits on the boat. Others are going out and spending a couple up couple more hours and you know they're finding them
2: yeah I, I've gone out a few times in fact we've done a couple of episodes and um, I like doing it this way you put your you put your drops down okay you've got to give them what minimum 20 minutes yeah okay exactly half an hour so put them in an area uh, where you can also fish absolutely okay and so uh, we did big bass and bugs. Okay, which is basically we fish the inside of the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was evening, obviously evening. And so we'd set our 10 traps down and then just go to the wall and fish the wall. Yeah. Okay, and all the little spots off the wall. And then come back and pull the traps and, and get our lobster. Okay, so um, do it like that. It's, it becomes a little more fun. Yeah. Because if you're going to put the traps down there and wait for two hours, that would get a little bit kind of boring, for, at least for me. Okay,
3: exactly, yeah, All
2: right. but um, you know, just keep in mind, the only thing I say when you're night uh, doing these things at night, be very careful, okay? Definitely wear a um, some type of flotation device. It's nighttime. You'd be hard to see sometimes if you' if you fall in the water. if you're pulling traps, the boat could, is going to be moving. Okay, so um, just be Safety aware. Safety first. Safety first. Yes. Yeah.
3: The uh, you know it's all about the gear that you use when you're using the the hoops. A lot of uh, the recommended gear. Promar makes these great 32 inch uh, um, hoops, and you know they're light. They're lighter weight, so they're not there's also super heavy and 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 heavy heavy that go all the way you know when you're in, in Catalina but uh you, you got to make sure to look at your line look at your bait cages you want to be as as um you know um clean and organized as you can make sure that and and that's going to provide for you to have a, a good night hooping because when you're when you're unorganized and there's a mess on the boat you know these you know it, it gets a little crazy and dangerous, you know, like you said. So, um, but it's full blast on season till uh, March till March, and so we've got plenty of time. We've got another four months. We just stocked up Turners with uh, with the. Uh, bait cage pads, as well as the sprays, so they're fully stocked up, and um, um, we're going to be putting some videos together on how-tos and just the basic setups. I get a lot of questions every day, especially when using the attractant, how to use it, how to marinate it, when to spray it, and uh, and people are having some incredible results. So if you wanted to try it, if you haven't ever tried it, please visit www.BiteOnFishing.com. You can enter in a special code, hashtag BiteOn, and there's a uh, nice discount for you
2: yeah and, and you want know just go to turners you know go to turners they have everything because i mean we talked about everything two things uh, the, there was one common line on on this one andrew and that was bite on we talked about bite on for trout bite on for everything catfish and then now you have also to to the um Lobster. So um, stop by your local uh, Turners. I know they have it because I go there all there all the time. You can see the bottles are there. Yeah. Okay. You guys have talked about crimson, but there's other flavors there as well. I would highly recommend. You've got a a pack of five or six. The five
3: pro pack, yeah. uh,
2: The five pro pack has one of each. Uh, Things change. Things change. All the time, it's good to have all the scents. ready to roll. I use those scents also for uh, for saltwater. People don't don't realize that, but I do. I, I'll even use your chunks of um, uh, the catfish. Uh, the the mac, mac.
3: The mac baits. Yeah, yeah so I'll use those in, in, as
2: well. You know, they go down, and what they do is they put out a a big.
3: Scent trail, scent
2: trail, and so that attracts the fish. When you're fishing saltwater uh, on a center console, you don't get a chance to chum much. Okay, right. So that that becomes a a, a great uh, great benefit. So the one thing we learned is you got to have bite on in your tackle box, whether it be salt water or fresh water. Okay. Now uh, earthworm has uh, actually drank it before, and he's still here. <laughs> he, he, he's still good, right?
3: Oh, he's yeah. I haven't seen any any uh, third eyeball or anything yet. Yeah, so no, it's all. I think good. you're doing good, Andrew. <laughs> no,
2: well, you made you made it a point that it's it's safe to consume. I mean, we don't recommend you consume it. But yeah, it's, it's not for
3: human or pet consumption yet. But uh, you know, people have wanted to put it on their pizza and whatnot. And was, it really nobody's died. Bio- it. Yeah, it's biodegradable. <laughs> I did that. That's another good thing. Yeah. As uh, as a um, very important uh, because when I was actually I don't know if you know this, but when really quick when I was a kid, I was a fifth kid in the world to inhale talcum powder and uh i almost you know i, had, I spent a couple of days in icu and i almost died at like one and a half years old because my lungs were so underdeveloped so it was important for us to make sure that anything that we come out with was not only biodegradable but if somebody drank it or ate it or the dog was to it's you know, get into it, it's super friendly right. but it catches a lot of fish That's a lot of fish
2: on. it's good to go out and catch a lot of fish all right well listen We got about a minute left to go. Uh, Big, huge thanks to everybody. I want to also thank the city of Lake Elsinore for including us in the uh, parade and Winterfest uh, last weekend. Um, Taco Tuesday on the 19th in two weeks. Fissures of Men AC El Dorado trip. On uh, next Sunday, leaving, uh, leaving Sunday night, fishing all day, Monday the 18th, there's still places available. Go to, go to the uh, Angler Chronicles Facebook page. You'll see the poster there with all the information to call Larry, Larry Moore. Okay, Captain Larry Moore, he's going to set you up. And then don't forget to buy your tickets for the uh, Rollo's kids, okay? That's so, so important. Tony, thank you for the surprise of coming in. Of okay. course, right. I,
3: I miss being here every week. It's uh, it's a challenge sometimes getting you know from Lake Elsinore.
2: Well, your early, mom, early, your mom doesn't miss a beat. Oh, and I, I forgot to say it, Taco Tuesday. What I'd like to do is bring a toy out, okay, and we'll gather them for uh, Toys for Tots that kind of thing, okay. Bring an unwrapped toy. Hagar takes them and, and helps our, our military. So I want to say thank you in advance for that. All right. Sounds good. I got to go. I got to go get ready because tomorrow I'm fishing on the center console with live squid, okay? All right. Everybody have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.